Chapter 20 Of Fruits of the Spirit. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Bruce Kachuk. Fruits of the Spirit by Hamilton Wright Maybe. Chapter 20 Discredited Witnesses. Sitting before an open fire in a private library not long ago, a man of distinction, whose artistic skill is matched by a conscience as sensitive and exacting, told the story of his escape from hard and narrow conditions, his education by a series of apparently casual contacts with trained artists, his final success and personal happiness coming like a sudden burst of sunlight through dense clouds, adding, half to himself, what a fairy story! It was more wonderful than any fairy tale, for it was a chapter out of the great adventure of life. From the earliest times men have been trying to dramatize this adventure in all manner of legends, myths, dramas, and stories. However hard their conditions, something within them has always borne witness to a great destiny, and in their worst estate of degradation and misery there has been a mystery about them, as of heirs of a kingdom become for the moment tenders of swine it is true there have always been those who insisted that the herding of swine the heart-breaking toil in the field the wretchedness and hunger are the whole of life and that the dreams of happiness which make the night tolerable are mere fancies of visionary minds away with such anodynes they have said let us be men and face the facts and in every time there have been those who succumbed to the blight of this teaching and have eaten their hearts out in bitterness of despair or wasted their fortunes in a vain attempt to make a sleeping potion of pleasure and drown their misery in unconsciousness but there have been those also who have rejected this teaching because it was not the doctrine of men and because it did not face the facts and have committed their hearts to the keeping of their highest visions not because their visions were beautiful or comforting but because they made life explicable by bringing into view the truth within as well as the truth without the soul because they have accepted the reality of the mind as well as of the brain of the affections as well as of the passions of the intuitions as well as of the instincts of the imagination as well as of the eye these believers in visions moreover have refused to accept all witnesses as of equal credibility in the court of reason and have insisted on an examination of the credentials of those who came to testify concerning the facts of life they have applied the test of character and have challenged those whose record has given ground for suspicion of their competency and veracity shall the evidence of the lawless be counted of equal authority with that of those who hold themselves obedient to the law shall the report of the drunkard count with that of the clear-eyed man of integrity shall the man of ungovernable passions have equal weight with the man who rules himself shall he who sinks to the animal speak with the authority of him who rises to the saint and hero shall the liar and thief and sensualist have the weight of the truthful the honourable the pure in heart in the great court in which life is on trial these witnesses are incompetent their testimony often has the thrilling interest of tragedy the beauty of delicate art the impressiveness of ruined greatness 
it is profoundly interesting and significant as throwing light on the reactions of lawlessness on mind and body on morbid conditions of psychology on diseases of mind and soul but it has no weight in interpreting the facts of life and penetrating to the meaning of the vast order of things by which men are surrounded only the sound in body and mind the clear-eyed those to whom obedience to the law of life has brought the knowledge of life are entitled to credence in the court where life is on trial the judgment place where its nature and meaning are demanded and must be revealed in that august place only the sane have a right to be heard but it is a pathetic and significant fact that the insane crowd the place of judgment and pour out their woes as if they were the sorrows of mankind instead of the misery they have brought on themselves as if the uncovering of disease in their own minds and bodies were the uncovering of the health of the race only those protest against the injustice of the moral order of life who have never obeyed it and do not know what wonders of strength and peace are wrought in the hearts of men by obedience they bear their self-inflicted wounds and say behold the blows of fate they dramatize the tragedies of sin of which they have made themselves the victims and cry aloud behold the misery of the world they tell appalling stories of their defeated hopes their ruined careers their blighted genius and say this is life is it is the beauty of love and self-sacrifice and purity to be found behind prison bars are the clear insights the penetrating glimpses the far-ranging visions of the possibilities of the human spirit to be sought in the places where the insane are protected from themselves many things are to be learned among criminals and the insane they witness to the inevitableness of the punishment that follows swift-footed on the broken law but of the vast order which lies behind the law and is protected by it nothing is to be learned in these places of restraint or punishment the lawbreakers of genius can make an awful picture of the misery that follows the doing of evil but he has no power to depict the sweetness of purity the peace of integrity the joy of love the destroyers of life know nothing of the exceeding great rewards of life they fill the air with their outcries and protests and many are imposed upon by the volume of sound that comes from them but if they were multiplied a thousandfold they would still be impotent witnesses to the nature and meaning of life because they have disqualified themselves from understanding it they are the witnesses to the tragedy of blinding the eyes and stopping the ears in a world of great visions and noble harmonies end of chapter twenty discredited witnesses